Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Well, hello, Miss Delora. How are you today? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm rested. I'm rejuvenated. I went to my first women's retreat. Thank you so much to Miss Tavia Sumter and Women of Excellence for hosting me and my mom and nice. the other fabulous ladies that we got a chance to be with. We got some massages, got some facials, had some workshops, had a personal chef, you know, it was all the things. So wow. it was a good wow. time. Absolutely. So we got to add that to our itinerary for the future, Delora, for the things that we will be doing. Period. We are going to be in some cabins on some beaches, some Lux hotels. I'm all for it. Telling you that personal chef, though, guys, y'all don't understand. That's the life I need to live. Like, <laughs> Right. Like, that's where I need to be. That's where I belong. How that's about that? the budget. <laughs> that's the gold budget right there. Yes, that is on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we started rolling, I was singing Love by Nat King Cole because I feel like that was such a great song that could have kicked off our recap for today. I know they played it at the beginning of one of our faves, The Parent Trap, but yes. this feature, this series that we've teased on our last episode is another Jenny Han vehicle it is exo mm -hmm. kitty we get to follow the baby of the covey sisters this time on her quest to find true love exo kitty was released on netflix on may 18th 10 half hour episodes and it has been officially renewed for a second season already as we discussed Created by Jenny Han, as i mentioned let's get into this cast we have anna cathcart back as Kitty. We have mm -hmm. Choi Min Young as Day. This was a recast on Day because I had to go back and watch is that, that the same third young man? movie. It is not the same young man. So they did a recast just like they did with the third to, was it third or second to all the boys I love before? Remember the one guy that they recast yes. with? Yes. The, mm -hmm. um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. So they did a little switcheroo on this as well in case y'all didn't notice. Mm. Gia Kim as Yuri, Anthony Kivon as Q. Q was such a cutie. First of all, uh, Q is a heartbreaker. Goodness <laughs> gracious. It's, it's, it's face card never declines. Okay, yes. Th Those lips, sir. Congratulations to your parents or something. I don't know. <laughs> such a cutie. Sang Hyun Lee as Minnow. Peter Thurnwald as Professor Alex Finnerty, Yunjin Kim as Principal Lim, Michael K. Lee as Professor Lee, and Reagan Aaliyah as Juliana. Reviews. Rotten Tomatoes 
82% critic score, 58% audience score, but 90% of Google users gave this a thumbs up. Delora, what is your grade for XO Kitty? All right, Ashley, my grade for XO Kitty is a B. We love a good high school moment. We love all the, you know, the girliness of the show, finding your first love, having crushes, finding yourself. I love all of that. I also really enjoy that this is like legit American slash Korean show, like mm-hmm. having to read subtitles and it really helps, in, you know, engage in the story and them being able to... Um, I don't want to say flex their culture, but in some ways, you know, it is very prominent and I love that about it. A lot of um, directions to go in when it comes to her love life. So I'm interested (laughs) to see what our conversations are going to be in terms of who we're rooting for. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how the story continues. I just realized I have no grade written down for this series, but in my heart, it's somewhere in the BB plus genre as well. Because again, this was a hidden gem for me. It was so delightful when I watched it through the first time. It's so, it was so light to me in terms of just content and things that I had been watching. And I didn't expect this expansiveness into like Kitty's story. Cause you know, we had really the focus on Laura Jean and Peter throughout the All the Boys I Loved Before series. We didn't ever really focus that much on even Margot. So to get this deep dive in with Kitty as a series, to your point, instead of just movies, was interesting and gave opportunity for us to get to know her better. And she's so adorable and she's so um, enthusiastic and she's just like a lovely main character to like follow at like her age. She's so joyful. And Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed that about her. And then to your point, getting to go into a culture that she's discovering more about through trying to uncover more about her mother, getting to study abroad, all that just made it a very interesting, fun experience as an audience. And I have to say, big shout out to the series that came before this that proved probably that American audiences would still enjoy and gravitate to this content and would read through subtitles, you know, like the Squid Games and all those, like, right? yes, we will still enjoy something that is not necessarily American based. Well, just so you know, that has been a part of like industry news in the last few years anyway, playing to the huge Asian market um, Mm -hmm. of, you know, South Korea and uh, China. I mean, let's not forget the iconic Parasite was a Korean film as well as um, some of the more popular TV and movies we've seen in the last couple of years. They've been really kicking some butt and taking some names. They have been. They have been. And I'm sure Jenny acknowledges all of that fully. Really enjoyed this ride. Kitty does have a lot going on, though, and I'm ready to get into it. So, spoiler alert, guys. Let's get into the good good of XO Kitty. It is Kitty's junior year of high school, if you can believe it. She's so grown. And she's applied for a scholarship to her late mom's alma mater, KISS, boarding school in Seoul, South Korea. Wants to learn more about her and, big and, cap and, be close to her long distance boyfriend day. She's been dating this little boy for like three, four years, long distance. Way too long for someone at 
her age. Personally. Right? I was like, y'all been dating <laughs> as children for this long. <laughs> Adorable. And like taking it serious, like being monogamous and everything. In love. In love. So what did you think of Kitty's presentation and chat with her father about permission to go to this school and go to Seoul, South Korea? Well, obviously it was unrealistic considering (laughs) she agreed or accepted on the phone without any parental guidance, right? And then for her to make that PowerPoint, I mean, I appreciate her leadership and her authority, you know, her presentation skills were on point, but if we boil it down to its essence, it was her wanting to be with her boyfriend. And as a parent who doesn't have a teenager, but will one day, there is no way on this green earth I would have said yes to <laughs> that. Right, because after he, agreed, he, was like, he was like, did I just agree to let my teenage daughter go have sex with her boyfriend? Essentially. I don't see myself being as strict as my parents were, but what we're, what we're not going to do is follow a boy anywhere. That is not. Well, especially without a parent going with her. Like if we're agreeing to let you go study abroad, then I must be in a career and in a job that allows me the (laughs) flexibility to go with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not and this shipping. this is for a whole year. This it's for not an even entire a school year. Yeah. yeah. And granted, it is a boarding school. Let me be specific yes. about that. So it's yes. not like she's going somewhere and she's staying off campus. Like it's a boarding school. She's staying on campus, all those things. But I wouldn't, I, I, I'm going with my child. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not shipping my 16 year old. Especially after the horror stories Paris Hilton has told. No, no. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. So I'm not shipping my 16-year-old child off to a foreign country to figure it out. Like, that's not happening. And to your point, yes, it's TV. So, of course, they said yes. And uh, she somehow was able to forge her father's signature to ever even apply. I don't know how that supposedly worked. How did that work? Yeah. And honestly, uh, honestly, I do respect and I acknowledge that she wanted to attend a school where her mother attended considering she hadn't spent that much time with her you know and so I do respect that but you would have to be living under a rock to think that her little boo didn't have a you know major merit in her wanting to go Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Speaking of Young Love, were you happy to hear that Laura Jean and Peter are still together despite the distance between them that we saw at the end of To All the Boys I Love Before trilogy? Because Laura Jean had decided to go to school in New York and Peter was staying in California. Of course. Do your thing. Don't up in your life for a boy. That is just my cardinal rule. <laughs> like, And again, not to say that a person could not be worth it. I am not saying that, but I just think it's very important for young women to explore their full atten- their full potential before being locked down. For sure. You just never know what's going to happen in life and what opportunities yes. will come from 
trying new things and making connections and all of that. So you never know. And maybe Peter's going to relocate to New York as well after he's done in college. You never know. But I was super excited because I didn't know, you know, it was left mysterious uh, as to whether or not those crazy kids would make it. So I'm, I was happy to hear for sure that they're still together. So you know, Kitty could have called Day and told him, hey, listen, I made it. I'm coming. I'll be there soon. Nope. She decides she wants to surprise this man, this boy, rather, this boy, Um, <laughs> when she gets Babies. there. When she gets there. And so he has no idea that she got into the school or that she's come into Seoul. And unfortunately, her surprise did not go exactly as planned because she pops up at the little welcome party and Day has a whole girlfriend named Yuri. Same girl who had given Kitty a ride earlier that day after her driver Ooh. hit her in the street. Side note, I love how Kitty overslept for the welcome party, but still had time for her full beauty routine. <laughs> Did you notice that? I'm like, so you even, got, you even got time to watch YouTube tutorials, even though you overslept on your alarm? Of course. That's the beauty of rom-coms. Yes. Everyone is, lives in the most adorable apartments with the fabulous wardrobe, but in realistic terms, jobs that don't pay sugar honey iced tea right or you're a prostitute in a multi-millionaire <laughs> falls in love with you <laughs> you know when we talked about the walk of fame last week that's what i thought of i was like no wonder julia roberts don't want a star she was on that corner she was working that corner <laughs> in her first major role. She probably was like, I have better things to spend my money on. Exactly. She was like, what I'm not going to do is get caught up in this Hollywood fluff. For what? For who? Who are you doing it for after a while? She's been living her best life with old Danny. She don't need it. She's right? Julia Roberts. <laughs> right? Still um, don't know what her kids look like. Because she is like, I am not about to put them front and center. So this whole... Yuri Day situation is a lie. Yuri is wealthy and the daughter of the school principal. She makes a deal with Day to pay for his school tuition so they can have a fake relationship to cover for her real one with her girlfriend, Juliana. Day's father is actually their family chauffeur. Yuri was, in my opinion, like cold-blooded though with the way she handled things. What did you think of their arrangement? Well, as you know, I'm a huge fan of fiction and I adore fate dating trope. <laughs> it is everything I love it more. Granted, usually it's me rooting for the couple. And in this case, I was not, right? <laughs> Yuri, to me, is a product of her environment. It is cold as ice, right? Like we do things to make sure we look great in public and we, you know, behind closed doors, we do whatever we want to our heart's content, but you know, image is everything. Waspy. So waspy. Ooh. Ooh. You said that. You said that not I. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, of course, you know, that's also a trope too. It's like ice cold, rich family, poor, warm family, full of love. <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure I think what bothered me too was Day's 
like deer in the headlights about the whole situation. Like, don't act like you don't have any say in your own situation. Like, I get that you needed the money. I get that this is rough for you from a financial perspective, but you still have some agency over yourself and over the situation. Stop letting that girl drag you around everywhere. Like that was starting to get on like physically dragging him around places. He was a sweet boy. He was a sweet boy, but you don't have to be that sweet. Be like, hey, Get off! I t- I'm gonna tell you one more time. Get off me! Let me go! But Stop! He touching had a me. lot on the line. He not only had his tuition to consider, he had his dad's employment. He didn't want to piss off, and that's you facts. know, and also um, his little sister. Like he was the yes. scene where she had the shoes that were like yeah. soul was out, and he had to put tape on them. I was like, bro, this is a lot. This is a lot for me to shoulder as the older brother of the family. Yep. So I understood, but at the same time, I did want him in a couple scenes to have a backbone and be like, Yuri, listen, I'm going to tell you, put your hands on me, one, put your hands on me one more time. Like, in another twist, Kitty is mistakenly assigned to the guy's dorm and his roomies with Day and his friends, Minnow and Q. Do you think you would have um, stayed in a guy's dorm if you had been misassigned? Do you think you would have just rolled, rolled with it? Well, in Katie's case, her other option was absolutely important. So, yeah, I would have stayed with the guys. <laughs> like, well, um, she don't even she. It's not even to that point yet. It's just kind of like what 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 we gonna do? Are we gonna live with this situation? Or are we gonna? Because she doesn't. She's not the one. Know who tells anyone? Mino yeah. is the one who snitches on her. Yeah, I know. That's a great question. I mean, I don't know. I think that's what made the show fun. So in in case, in the situation of entertainment, yeah, I would have stayed. And they seem fairly clean. So why not? Teenage girl me. Oh, I'm not getting reassigned. Like, I will absolutely <laughs> stay with y'all. That's going to be fun. They are all cuties. All yes, cuties, though. I will absolutely stay with y'all. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and I would have had it set up the way they did. Like, Q stays with me. Yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> yes. Still got to have some decorum. A little yes. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Day gets dragged in even deeper with Yuri and her fam when they offer him an internship and use him as a PR stunt at a press conference following poor behavior by her father towards his employees that was caught on camera my thought with this though and the way this was pitched was wouldn't this have been seen more as favoritism than philanthropy because like you're giving us an internship to your chauffeur's son yeah I agree with your statement but at the same time I mean I yeah because we didn't know how much he was getting paid and what the responsibilities were I don't know it was so much of a PR stunt that it was like whatever just get in front of it and Here's our poster boy, so to speak, you know? I guess it could be seen as like, well, look how well I treat my employees and I'm willing to give an employee's child an opportunity, that sort of thing. But I was just like, I mean, it's not like he's going out into the community and finding someone additionally in need. Like, that was just my thoughts when I watched it. Low-hanging fruit, yeah. Exactly. But also about this whole NDA situation. I don't know the laws of South Korea, but how do you enforce an NDA signed by a minor? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, he's a child. Actually, you're thinking way too hard. Probably. Probably. High school drama. <laughs> so I was like, day, you 16 years old. They cannot legally enforce that. You would have to have parent or guardian 
of that minor also signed that document again i'm not familiar with south korean uh law but you know they just changed their birth dates recently they're now on the international system of aging because they used to call you know birth year one i had no idea yeah what a fascinating tidbit thank you for that you're welcome um, Kitty was high-key being bullied in the first days of school. Other students dubbed her the Portland stalker. Was she a stalker? People are miserable. Okay. <laughs> we know her intentions. We know her heart. We knew her heart. <laughs> However, it is a lot. It is a lot to not even tell him and just show up like, hey. We're going to be in the same school for a whole year together. But yeah, people are doing too much. And she was the American. It was just, again, low-hanging fruit, I feel like. It was such a stark contrast, too, between the Kitty that we knew from the movies. Because remember, Kitty in school was, like, super popular. Remember that one scene with Laura Jean where she was like, Laura Jean... I'm here because I love you and I want to like be here for you. I had to turn down offers to hang out tonight. So like Kitty in America is popular. She'd be doing her thing. And then on the academic side as well, this was hard because Kitty was smart, she said, in America, but in South Korea, struggling. I actually love this conversation because you know, we do have an American exceptionalism attitude. And whenever someone wants to have a real conversation, it's like, you're bashing America. It's like, (laughs) we are one of the youngest countries, you know, the youngest out of like the big, the big ones. We could probably learn a few thing or two, i.e. maternity leave. (laughs) Uh, i.e. as you mentioned education like there's more you know based off how we learn about the world you would think America was in the middle of the world (laughs) we bought into our own hype we have because even Kitty was like oh my gosh you want me to be a tutor no you need tutoring (laughs) she was she was shocked what I always say Everywhere else in the world, people know more than one language. Mm-hmm. 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 And we go out, we go out expecting people to speak English. I can speak Spanish un poco, you know. It's a damn shame. I took Spanish in high school and in college, and I'm not fluent. That's a damn shame. I'll get it together eventually. But yes, it was it was good that they highlighted it, though, because it's probably so valid. So after discovering a hospital bracelet in her mother's things, Kitty is convinced that her mom had a secret child. She breaks into the records room at the local hospital to find out more. I was so worried about this girl. I was like, girl, you are about to get arrested and you are not a citizen of this country. You cannot just go breaking in places. You really can't. And actually, it's quite terrifying uh, when people be breaking the rules, even and even for minor crimes. And this isn't far from minor. <laughs> they will put you in a labor camp. They will cut off your hands. They will do all sorts of things to you in other countries. Now, again, this is lighthearted. This is fluff. 
but y'all don't be breaking in places when y'all go in other countries, please. Her mom was listed as giving birth to a baby boy in 1993 that was adopted to parents in Australia. And she has a hunch. It's her young tenderoni professor, Professor so Finnerty. So cute. Why is everybody cute in this show, though? Like, it's everybody. Because <laughs> it's TV. But, I, but when he honestly, starts speaking, that Australian accent, I was like, oh, God. Right? I'm not even an accent person, but it hit me. Right? <laughs> and he looks like he could be a student, too, which doesn't help. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go back to this dorm situation for a second. So they sw- they did end up switching Kitty to move into the girls' dorms, but her roommate was a slob kebab who gained That's constantly. Nice. I mean, them's the facts. And I was thinking when I saw her game, I was like, when did she even go to class? Like, it seems like she's... Didn't. Yeah, it seems like she was so focused. Like, she didn't even have time to clean the room, eat nothing i mean her their room was disgusting when kitty walked in there and kitty couldn't even sleep the final straw was minnow discovering that her roommate had filmed her sleeping and put it on some random website she moved back in against school rules with the guys but i i want to talk about this because i feel like it was the adults that completely failed her in this situation absolutely yeah with the initial mix-up her surnames is like traditionally male so that's how she got assigned in the first place but i agree no one thought they could step up and all you could tell me is there's no more room at the end so to speak like yeah no thank you i need for y'all to do something at least confront this young lady that's that's it right there like nobody wanted to come check on if a student is saying she can't sleep she can't study she can't function y'all are not gonna go check in on the living situation make that girl clean up the room make sure the room is is livable because i imagine they would have bugs and like yeah it was disgu- like it was disgusting yes. and so in this case it's like forget the rules kitty no one blames you for going and moving back into a livable situation Halfway through the season, it's Chuseok, essentially Korean Thanksgiving. We got to see a kinder side to Minnow, who had been not nice to Kitty. I mean, he had really been like her enemy. (laughs) He actually helped her by cooking for a Friendsgiving that Kitty decided to do. That was about to be a disaster, by the way. That whole grocery store scene, I was like, what you about to do with all these fish? what she said google and a positive attitude so two things to that ashley one i love minnow from the beginning because Mm. when he gave his little sinky attitude speaking of favorite tropes i adore i adore enemies to lovers and i'm like (laughs) why is he always checking up on her why would he even take the time you know like how did you find this stream (laughs) like you know exactly and he never answered because when Dave was like um how'd you find this and then when he took the time to cook the entire dinner I was like oh yeah he's falling but you know what's funny I agree with her for a minute like how does he know how to cook and I was like he's on his own so much of course he learned how to cook and then you know he's the type of person that you you know you can't judge a book by its cover right like that whole cold exterior is to protect him because his he's living with his mom who's been hurt you know parents divorced or what have you first of all she looked like she could be his sister let's Mm -hmm. get that out the way and the other point i was gonna say is kitty 
while watching especially after she said that thing about a positive attitude was like oh emily in paris is the blueprint to this freaking show <laughs> that is such a good comparison we even when the... the sky is falling you put your heels on and you put a smile on your face and your you make it american can-do attitude you're there in you a foreign go. country and you apparently are catnip to the people that are around you because everybody wants you for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Emily. Emily, Emily. Y'all go back and listen to those recaps. We did Please. season one and season two. <laughs> Baffling at a certain point. Baffling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. That's that. That's why certain people have that whole main character energy because they watch yes. things like that, and then it becomes their personality, right? Of thinking this is this all is mine. This world is mine because you know whatever. I'm not gonna go too deep anyway. <laughs> so Minnow got super humbled in this episode too, which was so funny <laughs> to me because. Kitty's mashed potatoes ran through this man. Little does she know that a lot of Asians are lactose intolerant because they just don't have a lot of dairy in their diet, right? So she had all so types of lactose. And horse fed, so yes. Yeah, she had all types <laughs> of lactose in these mashed potatoes. And that poor boy shit on himself in a bush. Oh, <laughs> oh I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> But so humbling because he thinks he is a superstar. Like the way the little girls fall over him at school and stuff, and he just chuckles and, you know, looks to the side and, you know, it, it about to go on this date with the up and coming star, after your actress, singer, whatever she was. K pop, uh, K pop and training. Like they still do the training thing in their music industry. So yeah. I thought he was a K-pop star. I was like, is he somebody? Like, I need to know because he he is definitely swaggy. He is. But like I said, that humble pie he ate was actually very satisfying to me. I got some good chuckle. She was like, poopy baby, is that you? <laughs> Kitty also revealed her suspicions to Professor Finnerty uh, about thinking, you know, you're my brother. Think my mother is your mother. And he reveals to her that he knows for sure that Professor Lee is his biological father. That's why he came to kiss in the first place. And Ooh. also a part of this True Sock episode, Yuri, who I had been on the fence about because, again, I didn't like the way she had been acting and treating Day and all that. It seemed mm -hmm. like she was making nice with him and his family. And then she hijacks a gift from Kitty to him. So she was back on my, my shit list for that. She is what we call a morally gray character, right? Like she's she definitely does what she need to do. She's definitely always operating out of her own self-interest. And that yes. bothers me. And that's most villains. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Complicated though, because she's a child and because she is also being suppressed it, with her truth, right? And so gray, there is a lot of gray. You know, this actress is 30 years old in real life. I believe it. Because how many shows and things have we watched over the years 
where you got the main characters who are playing high schoolers and they're 35 years old. I mean, you have the one lady who not, who doesn't age. Be, Beyonce is now half a uh, uh, Larson. Lars, Lawson, um, Bianca, Bianca, who's been playing a teenager for like 30 years and still looks phenomenal. Okay. Exactly. And she's in her 40s now. Yes. She was playing a teenager still on Pretty Little Liars. Okay. It's crazy. Kitty's love life gets more complicated when Minnow, to your point, you called it, developed feelings. He was having sex dreams about her. And then she starts crushing on Yuri. And in a strange twist, in case y'all didn't know, these two actors are real life siblings. Who? Yuri and Minnow are siblings in real life. They are brother really? and sister. They have different names. Okay. There was a video on Instagram with them talking about it and the fact that there was like scenes where they were uncomfortable because the other one was there and all that sort of thing huh i love that yeah it was interesting what did you think about these new developments in kitty's love life i think it's fascinating i think the show is geared to generation z we all know that there is um an openness to this next generation when it comes to conversations of sexuality and identity and exploring new things. And so for me, I was here for Minnow. I was not expecting the Yuri thing, but again, Yuri must also exude this, um, this essence that attracts, you know, people to her. So, and, and, you know, Kitty is out here still finding herself. So, yeah. Yeah, she's she's a teen. She's discovering new things about herself. But also, she got to see Yuri in her element, right? Because Yuri's out here DJing, living her best life. Even though I have to say that dance break number that she and her friends did, that didn't was underwhelming. Me. I, that Agreed. I was like, of all the teen movies and shows we've seen of like a good dance break i see it now they're siblings they're so cute yes girl (laughs) they're like go back to the feed of the promotion for the show and there was an interview between the two of them and they were talking about how uncomfortable certain things were because they had to be like around for each other's like love scenes and stuff and that's when i realized i was like okay this is weird it's a whole article on teen vogue you you guys it says exo Kitties, Minnow and Yuri are real life siblings. So yeah, May 18, 2023. So very cool. I, w- I wouldn't lie to y'all. I wouldn't lie no, to no, y'all. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. But it's just, they have their picture side by side. And for whatever reason, I couldn't remember, you know, from the show and wow. After sneaking into Professor Lee's house during detention to grab the yearbook from her mom's time at KISS, Kitty discovers it was actually Principal Lim, Yuri's mom, who had a baby with Professor Lee and in his Professor Finnerty's bio mom, which explains why the principal had been so secretive about knowing Kitty's mom. Because remember when Kitty first showed up to school, she was like, hey, I think you knew my mom, X, Y, and Z. And she acted like she barely knew her. Like she's been yeah. acting so, so weird about the whole situation. And it was because she used her mom's name as her cover when she went to the hospital i still think 
did they have a falling out or something? Because it just seemed like I would have expected a little bit more of a warm reception. You know what I mean? I feel like it's kind of left in the air as to what happened. Obviously, they may have been leaving some room for more revelations that come up in season two. But I get the feeling that there was a lot that that mom was probably holding because she had this huge secret that she just didn't want to get out. So maybe if she felt like if she told Kitty, oh, yeah, I knew your mom well and this, this and that, then there could be a digging deeper type of situation and she and that secret has been something she has kept silent for a very long time so she's very good at keeping things shut exactly very close to the chest yuri also had joined in on the shenanigans because she was hoping to find some dirt on her mom let's be honest and she ended up discovering her mom was responsible for getting her girlfriend juliana sent away Again, it says a lot about that family. One, on how how Yuri reacted to that viral video of her father. And she laughs. Like, what? And then when she wanted to find out, quote unquote, the truth is to use for ammo. What? She said, I want to take her down. What type of family dynamic is that? Is this a session? (laughs) A little bit. I think when you have the type of relationship it seems like she has with her parents where, I mean, I think her mom at least was trying, whereas her dad was just a monster, in my opinion, and only cared about himself and only cared about the like family image. I think the mom, the way she went about it was like, it's always a give and take. Like in order to get my love, you have to give this and all of that. So I feel like it became a very transactional relationship and resent, like, I think, you know, Yuri resented that. Like, oh, I'm going to take your credit card and you need to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, you know, she knew it wasn't going to be acceptable for her to be gay because it wasn't good for the family. And so now I have to fake and pretend like I have this other boy that I like. And then y'all use him. Remember, it's the mom's idea to use Day for the PR stunt. All the pun work. Yeah. So yeah, I think it became, that that was complicated family dynamics for sure. Yuri also ends her fake relationship with Day, freeing him to finally be with Kitty. But listen, Kitty has been so focused during the whole season on her love life, on being a little matchmaker still, on uncovering her mom's past. She completely neglected her studies, Laura. She's about to fail out of this school. She was already behind. No, Already um, behind. How many times do people say you need to be studying? How many times? Don't you have hit them books? You know, as much as Kitty is endearing, she was kind of annoying at times throughout the se- uh, season. And it's like, you are in everybody's business, but yours, sis. Like, sit down somewhere. <laughs> And the business you're you're focused on is not the one that's going to keep you here. You're focused exactly. on your relationship with Day. You're focused now on this little crush on Yuri. You're focused on your mom. You, you know, this is school. your professor's uh, paternal relationship. <laughs> this is school, ma'am. Everybody else is taking time out to go do what they need to do. You're you fall asleep in class. That wasn't your fault. But at this point. You fell in all your classes, all of your classes. The gang helps her study for finals. 
including an extra credit dance with Yuri that went completely left. Now, let me say something about this whole dance number and uh, big confrontation. Yuri had some nerve. How are you going to get upset that Kitty did not tell you about your brother and you have been lying to her the entire season and kept her boyfriend away from her? Since day one. Listen. There's been several pot calling the kettle black moments throughout the season but this one to me was just like really sis like you <laughs> it's the audacity for me but again is very self-centered in mm-hmm. all things and so and also it's like can we finish this dance please because i need all the points <laughs> yes i'm trying to stay in school I'm just trying to stay in school. As we're wrapping this season, though, Delora, truths, as they usually do, get revealed, right? Principal Lim breaks the news about her son to the fam. Yuri comes out to her mom. And Kitty tells Day that she actually has feelings for Yuri. Any of these revelations, you know, hit harder than any of the others to you in terms of you know, not thinking that someone was necessarily going to act on something or tell the truth or any of that? Or did you feel like all of this was had come to a head by the time we're reaching the end of the season? I feel like everything was coming to the head, especially with uh, the interaction between uh, Kitty and Day, right? I think whether it's Yuri, whether it's Minnow, whether, you know, <laughs> it's her being by herself, I don't think her relationship with Day was going to last. And sometimes, hey, we are with people for a season or a lifetime. You never know, right? What did Minnow say? A reason, a season, or a lifetime? Is that what his little thing was after he... Yep. And then with the awkward family reunion, I want to know if there's still sparks going on between professor Lee and, and the principal, because Mm -hmm. it's not every day you hire your baby daddy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And again, the shell, the like mask that she principal Lim was able to have on her face most of the time to kind of cover that. I think there's definitely still some sparks. And leave your husband, ma'am, please, in season two. (laughs) Leave your husband. The way he was talking to her and like belittling her. It's like, what? But knowing her, she probably got with him because she probably felt like, you know, he's strict. He's contained, you know, like it's very transactional, right? As you mentioned previously. And so she probably expected expected from him. It could be a cultural thing as well. I almost wonder if she felt like she deserved someone like him because he was the Mm. complete opposite of the young man that Professor Lee apparently was, one who was a, quote, you know, creator and aspiring artist. Or that was who her parents liked for her. Any number of things could have been the case when they first got married. Or he could have been a different man. And this is who he has turned into over time. Divorce that man, please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's I have no like I, I can't give him anything let let him go 
Not a thing. Let him go. But I do, I do hope that they're able, like, at first I was worried that like Professor Finnerty was really gonna go back to Australia and like that family dynamic was never gonna get a chance to like form. But I don't blame him though, because that was it was like climbing Everest, trying to find answers, and you get close and then you get turned around. And the way she played him was not okay. Well, even <laughs> Professor Lee, like when he was trying to get to know Professor Lee, and Professor Lee is like, see, this is why I never had children. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just getting shot down, pow, pow, <laughs> from both right. sides. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. So oh, at least, you know, if nothing cutie. else, yeah, if nothing else, you know, Yuri being t- completely innocent in it would have probably tried to, once she found out, have a relationship with him. But now it seems like hopefully they'll, the four of them will be able to um, figure things out and have some type of a, a relationship and dynamic. So the Kitty and Day situation, bruh, I don't know. I think because they have been together for so long, I felt like I never got to know them as a couple for real like we had a little bit of time but it was always overshadowed by this okay lisa and lawrence you know and you know that's how i feel like we loved when we finally and insecure got a chance to really see them together and it's like their element yeah i think we would have rooted for kitty and day maybe if we had gotten a chance to really see them together happy and not had this whole yuri situation in the middle of it um but i don't want I don't want Kitty to be suppressed in love and who she truly is and exploring that either. So right. if Day is not that person for you, then yeah, you just gonna have to let him go. And that was a great love for you as a child. And, you know, we all move on as an audience and it is what it is. But right. unfortunately, you know, as we're wrapping the season two, it doesn't seem like she's going to end up being with Yuri because Yuri's still focused on Juliana coming back and Juliana yeah. coming back from being in, in London and all of that. So, but the jealousy was creeping in. The je- uh, she did the, she did the utmost for her though, to get her in touch with Juliana above she and beyond. Did. Yeah, that's true. Let's talk about Florian real quick. Q's boyfriend. So they had a whole little cute relationship throughout this yes. season. Mm-hmm. Yes. Little French accent, cutie. Mm-hmm. But Florian was also distracted by their relationship, and his parents are in the midst of a contentious divorce. So he cheats during finals to keep his grades up so he doesn't get pulled out of school. Stealing the top spot from Day, which jeopardizes his housing scholarship, like his room and board scholarship. Do you feel like Q, because Q was kind of already feeling some type of way, like ethically yep. about it? But do you think that Q should do something more now that he knows that there are actually consequences to Florian cheating for his friend? I don't know if I should use the Negro spiritual thing. Got nothing to do with me. Right. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a tough call. Yes, he could be a whistleblower and then, you know face the consequences of his personal life and his potential first love or he can go on and have the guilty conscience of knowing what really happened i i think it's just a character decision that cute cute little q is gonna have to make and i don't feel like making it for him so i don't know (laughs) girl he is in between a rock and a hard place in this situation for me like you love florian but day is your guy like that's one of your best friends 
bros before hoes, you know? <sighs> that's tough. Well, I Very. think that's I think we're gonna have to wait to see how this gets resolved in season two. Poor Q. So Miss Kitty ends up passing her finals, but she still gets expelled from Kiss for <laughs> violating them school rules by living in the boys' dorm. But another little caveat, another little thing thrown in at the end of the season, right? Good old Minnow is sitting right next to her for that trip back to LA and Delora. This man tells her, I think I've fallen in love with you. Maybe a little bit, maybe, maybe a lot. I love everything about this. Everything. <laughs> Delora, Team, where is your loyalty? Team Minnow. Delora, all the way. where is your loyalty? She just broke up with Day, his best friend as well. Where is your, you don't feel like he should be loyal to Day and be like, hey, at least I'll let this breathe? Team Minnow. <laughs> and it means to lovers, baby. They are the best kind. I love it. I love it. I just think it's I'm funny too, because it. he was the main one saying, I mean, y'all was just little pen pals. You know what I'm saying? Like, this wasn't even never a real relationship over here. I feel like that's going to be what he says when he gets back, when they get back from from, from their much. little break and they're hand in hand. And he has probably taken his relationship with Kitty to the next level. It's going to be listen, like, y'all was just he, pen pals anyway. For him to be, again, the snarky one in the group, his morals are pretty clear. And I feel like he's like, you lied for her uh, uh, for a semester. So <laughs> they ain't got it's all fair game. <laughs> it's all fair game. To do with me. You made me fall in love with her because you had her living with me. Okay, that's what happened. <laughs> you put her in the dorm with me. What you what you expect was going to happen. No, no that's going to be an interesting conversation, though for season two because day i don't think day's just gonna be like oh okay that's cool you but know again, what I'm saying? she has three potential love interests in this group Girl. like giving major emily embarrassed vibes also i've never has there ever been a show that has so many people on somebody's tail like this Probably. I can't think of one at this very moment. But what's going to kill me, too, is, you know, in season two, they're going to have to insert probably yet another one because then it's probably going to end up coming down to like her and Minnow. So then you got to throw another wrench back right. in it. So then there's going to be some other new cute boy that's at the school or cute girl in her case. For never have I ever. So, yes. And and he and see in the season four, he is such a cutie, too. I hate you that he's he from Love, Victor. I sure and do. It's from Love, Victor, I too. sure do. But he is my flavor. Let me just say gorgeous. that. <laughs> gorgeous. I mean, these gorgeous young Gen Z is going to be all right. They're going to be all right. <laughs> and on the little press front, he had like a full like yes! ear. And I was yes! like, thank yep. you. Because now you're like a grown man. And I, sure can does. Lust, I can lust after you for real now. <laughs> With a clean conscience. If I saw you in the street, <laughs> we here, baby. We here. I love it. So my last question for you before I get your final thoughts on XO Kitty is, were you disappointed that we didn't have any cameos from Laura Jean, Margot, or Peter in this series? Not even a FaceTime. Yes, very disappointed. I thought it, you know, before I saw the series, Noah showed up to the premiere. And so I watched the whole series and not, not narrow one showed up, obviously a name drop here and there. But I did think it was sweet and endearing 
that Noah showed up to support uh, the young actress in real life. And I was thinking like, oh, should Lana have been there? But then in some ways, I think it was great because this is, you know, this young actress time to shine and we don't, you know, want any of the spotlight to go away from her. So I, I think with that, I think it was okay that she didn't show up. I definitely feel like she could have had a FaceTime with Noah, with Peter in the show as like getting advice or something to show like the development, the continued development of of their relationship relationship, because they had always been so close. So I feel like that would have been cute. I mean, (laughs) Noah has been on Netflix's payroll for a while. But they are in an international (laughs) environment. Come on, y'all. Give me just a cameo. Because I just, I mean, again, I know we're still set in this world, but I would have loved just kind of that additional like connection. That would have been fun. So we'll see. Maybe in season two, we'll get some cameos, some additional cameos. So, Delora, give me any final thoughts you have on XO Kitty. And again, any thoughts you have, what you're hoping to see in season two beyond you being Team Minnow. <laughs> team Minnow, Team Minnow, Team Minnow. <laughs> Thank you. That's it for your final thoughts? It really is. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all heard it here, okay? <laughs> I y'all look forward to here. the continued relationship with Q, even though his, you know, story is definitely beefing up. Maybe he'll have another love interest come swooping by, and so him breaking up with um, Florian won't be so bad. In terms of day, it's going to be really interesting to see what's going to go on with him because he's hit twice as hard. He's no longer in the number one spot. He no longer has his girl. So hopefully in the next season, he finds um, some joy. <laughs> yeah, he had a tough season, didn't he? Yeah, he, yes, he did. Um, very interested to see the family dynamics. I think something's going to go on between old flames i.e. second chance love between the principal and the professor and i want the australian bay to have a girlfriend i love to see that for him so yeah i feel like they're gonna bring in someone to be like a teacher or something that's his love interest kind of yes. like what they did with yes. never have i ever i know we're yeah. using that again but i feel like that's what it, the type of situation is gonna be but I, I really that. have or really, a counselor or something. I don't know. Yes. Definitely working at school. Yeah. Cause you don't have much of a social life probably like that exactly. outside of that. But yeah, I don't think I really have much to add. I do hope again that the family between like principal Lim and Yuri and um, Alex and all that, like, I hope they're able to like have some resolution and like move forward and, you know, and be able to get to know each other and all that. And, I I know you're team Minnow. I like Minnow a lot, but I think that there's going to be some exploration with Kitty with her sexuality that is going to be had yes, more. Absolutely. In season yeah. two. I don't think it's going to be with Yuri. I think Yuri is over here at the yeah. moment with Juliana, but I think there's going to be some other things that have to go on because you can't just be like, oh, she liked one girl and then it's dead. Like, <laughs> I just don't think that's going to be the case. So... But to your point, you know, that pivotal conversation she had with her dad, it's like, is she bi? Is she pansexual? Like, is she, you know, attracted to the the energy? She's figuring it out. Yeah, she's figuring it out herself. With that being said, it could, you know, be someone else. But I don't know. It should be interesting. But T-Meno. All right, guys. Well, 
Thank you so much for sticking with us for this recap of Exo Kitty. Let us know if you guys have any thoughts. Let us know. I'm going to do a post to see whose team you're on in terms of the love life of our main character. So excited for season two, for sure. Looking forward to following this and seeing what happens. And um, that's about it, Laura. Let's go ahead and get into these hidden gems for the week. What you got? All right, Ashley, I have two hidden gems. So the first one is a Disney Plus series. It's called Pretty Freaking Scary. It premiered earlier this month. Again, children, television, it's giving That's So Raven just a little bit in terms of a lead young woman of color who has something crazy supernatural happen to her. And um, she's in... I don't, I think she's in high school, maybe like a freshman or so. And her and her gang of friends are always figuring out ways to get out of and into trouble. My daughter and I binged it very quickly. It is, there are more episodes to come. We binged the first seven episodes. I guess the next episode, episode eight is going to be available on July 7th, but it's fun and it's full of you know kids of color and the 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 subject matter is kind of heavy because the girl quote falls into a manhole but she technically doesn't die but she has a deal with the grim reaper so it's kind of insane the premise but it still is a fun show. I don't know how to explain it. I love crazy supernatural type of shows and this is one of them. So pretty freaking scary. That's the name of the show. Uh, my second hand gem is music. So it is a rapping duo named Fly Anna Boss. And they currently have this song that's pretty popular on social media called You Wish. It is a bop. They are young women who are very clever with their raps. One of my favorite freaking lines of this song is, I'm made of sugar, spice, calicolon, and cinnamon. I'm like, if that's not black girl magic, I don't know what is. <laughs> Talking about me and my besties are the same like a synonym. It's... I love it, love it, love it. And essentially they're saying you can never, 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 ever get like me. <laughs> I love it. So I'm looking forward to seeing more from them. And yeah, Ashley, what are your hidden gems? I just have one for this week, guys. It is a movie that I stumbled on on Peacock called Polite Society. Stars one of our Umbrella Academy alums, actually. This film focuses on a teenager named Rhea who believes she must save her sister, Lena, from her upcoming wedding. I thought I knew what this film was going to be when I started it, and I was so wrong. There are so many twists and turns. Rhea is this aspiring um, stunt woman, and her sister is an artist and kindred spirit in terms of, you know, thinking outside the box and outside the lines of, you know, being women and there's in society and all these things of what they should do, whatever, getting married off, all of that. But it definitely took a turn. And I was thoroughly entertained by it. It was very like um, Love it. caper type and 
kidnappings and all sorts of shenanigans (laughs) so it was just a pleasant surprise of a film so that is polite society on peacock and that is it that is all guys thank you for sticking with us we are taking a break for the holiday and for delora to thoroughly enjoy her birthday festivities (laughs) and we will be back uh the week after with more with our headlines and hot topics and all of that good stuff so we will see you guys then Have a great time, no matter what you choose to do, if you choose to celebrate, because I know not all of us do these days. So live y'all best lives. (laughs) Love y'all. Bye.